1: The restricted section in which I am breaking up with Harry Potter, and it's the most inelegant breakup I've ever initiated, including that one time that I told David Nix I only liked him platonically, and he enthusiastically agreed. And then later, I learned that he had to go to our friend Marilyn and ask her what platonic meant. Oh no! (laughs) If you haven't done the reading, don't worry, we did it for you. Here's what we're talking about today Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, Chapter 9 the Half-Blood Prince, in which our heroes start their school year and we obtain a textbook. I'm your host, Christina. My co-host today is Mary Clay. Say hello to the
2: listeners, Mary Clay. What up, bitches and witches? (laughs) Nice. That's a new one
1: and I actually really
2: like it. (laughs) Just came up with it five seconds (laughs) ago.
1: And our special guest today is our friend Michael Boothby from Lovewise Media and all the rest. Say hello to the listeners, Michael.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody?
1: Oh, my God. I'm so glad you're here. Me,
0: too. I love love coming on this show. I love Harry Potter.
1: (laughs) Me, too. Sometimes. Some days. The last time you were on the show was January 25th uh that was chapter 22 Saint 22 mungo's. of the order of yeah st mungo's with leela exactly.
0: that was that was a really fun one i really enjoyed that one
1: <laughs> and then oh i looked for just booth in my notes and it was like you know beth reeples author of the kissing booth <laughs> <laughs> Um, you also came on in Goblet of Fire chapter seven, Bagman and Crouch. That was October twenty twenty one. And then you came back and that those were pretty close yeah. together. That means somebody canceled at some <laughs> point or something. <laughs> but oh, that was I, in December yeah. of twenty twenty one.
0: I liked I like that one too because it was like, you know, it just it felt like a festival. And back then I was like before I was Mm -hmm. like kind of like really into festivals. But now looking back on that chapter, I was like, this is like the most lit festival. I want this tent at my my festival.
1: (laughs) That was formative for you. So maybe we were part of your inspiration.
0: I think so. I think so.
1: (laughs) What's on your necklace, Michael?
0: Oh, it's a little, uh, it's like a little wizard gnome on a mushroom.
1: Oh my God. Oh, so I, th- I was thinking, like, it yeah. looks like a snowman, but like wearing a witch hat. So I was like, is this like an all season necklace? That's really cute.
0: I know. I love him. <laughs> my little power charm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, Mary Clay, how the hell have you been? Um,. Uh, you don't have to answer honestly. I think we talk about fine. this
2: all the time. That every time I come on, I'm I'm like, oh, you know, life's a disaster, <laughs> life's a bitch, and then you die. You know, it
1: carries on and it continues to disaster. And
2: like we've talked about how, uh, no, I'm not I'm not going to go into it because I think the last time I asked you to cut it out, so I won't ask you to cut it out. But like oh, I yeah, make the, my life sound thing. very bad whenever I'm on, <laughs> and like I'm honestly like I'm having a good time. It's just you know. Um, the hits start coming, and they don't stop coming, including the death of the lead singer of Smash Mouth. Um, mm. oh, shoot, what's his name? What's his name? What was Dis- his name?
1: Disgraced lead singer after doing a freaking Sigh Heil at a concert in 2021. Well, Yikes. I
2: mean, he's still... Um, Steve Harwell, that was it. He's st- I, Here's the thing, is that I just don't know any other song that shaped a generation quite like All Star. Um, no, I, I feel my you. My mom told us uh like r- like in recent years like one time it was on the radio and we were in the car together or something and she was like oh my god i you guys loved this song all like all of you all of your friends every time we went anywhere you would beg us to play it you would beg us to put it on it was all you wanted to listen to and it was so obnoxious we all hate like all the parents i guess because we ha- we wanted to listen <laughs> mm-hmm. to it on repeat and Did you guys have
1: the Shrek soundtrack? Because my brother had the Shrek soundtrack yeah. on CD. Yeah,
2: which is a banging soundtrack. It's really good. Um, but yeah, hit, hits uh, have been coming left and right. But I'm trying to dodge him, keeping upright. Doing the Matrix thing. <laughs> Could you not tell by my whooshing? Sound effects. <laughs> that was her
1: that was her trench coat whooshing in the wind as she matrixes.
2: Um yeah, so life's pretty absolutely insane, but otherwise, you know, keep on keeping on. Hell yeah. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Psychoid something.
1: <laughs> and I'm fine. Thanks for asking. How are you, Christina? So
2: today, I'm I'm fine.
1: Oh, I dyed my hair pink again.
2: How uh how I recently was that? like, love were, it so did, have you not recorded like since th- you? Uh, no, died that's, your pink? this was like four days ago. Oh, I, I don't, I don't, I guess like I always just picture you with pink hair perpetually. I'm a pinky.
1: I'm a pinky Pie. Yeah. Uh, I I was pink maybe when we started the show. I don't know, back in the day. And I let it go away because it's a lot easier to not have pink hair. But mm-hmm. damn, I just love it so much.
0: It really suits you. I don't know, like it feels more like your hair than your natural hair.
1: I agree. I completely agree. It I'm just com- glad everyone else yeah, feels the same. It
0: completely just like matches and enhances your personality and vibe. Ten out of ten. Oh, yeah. Stay pink Thank forever. you so much. <laughs> I
1: will. I will. I'll do my best anyway. Yeah. It's like you keep up with a hair color like this and then eventually you just completely like fatigue all at once. And mm. it's like I never I can't do this anymore. Um, But my hair is blonde, but it's like artificial blonde because I'm really like a light brunette. And so it's like got this yellow undertone. So when the pink fades, it goes what I call pink lemonade, where it's like a yellowy pink. I like it a lot. Mm. I like it a lot. (laughs) Check out my personal Instagram if you want to see a picture, listeners. (laughs) So we're here today to talk about Harry Potter and the Order of the Feet. Nope. Oh. Oh my God! Triggered. triggered Harry Potter triggered. and the Order of
2: the <laughs> beep, stone beep, Secret uh, <laughs> Prisoner. Harry Potter and Goblet guys, Fire. That, that was so the scary. Of what, if, prisoners what if What if, what if <laughs> we dilemma. were still covering? Pr- uh, the, oh no! I almost said Prisoner of Azkaban. What's happening to me? Uh, <laughs> it's the Half Blood Prince, and the chapter is Half Blood Prince. So we made it very. Easy. Is my is my brain finally collapsing after three and a half years of this podcast? Is
1: this the day? the Harry Potter section of my brain breaks.
2: Um, (laughs) The day the Lord of the Rings part of my brain broke was, there's this chapter in the Silmarillion where it's literally just like, text, you know, it's the written word, uh, but it's describing a map. And it's just describing like the geographic areas, uh, but it's in... That's upsetting. And that was definitely the day, like I, you know, I'd been steadily breaking up until then but like that was definitely like the the last little chink in the in the plate that and then it just fell apart after that
1: wow the last nail
2: in the coffin of yes. your interest in that show yeah so and yours was uh 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 but is this a podcast again <laughs> yours was order of phoenix that was it i was like i've already forgotten uh, uh...
1: I think that there are so many nails in my coffin by this (laughs) point that ain't nobody ever getting out of here. (laughs) Or wait, I'm kind of confused. I got lost in the metaphor. There's so many nails in the coffin of my interest in this show that it's shocking that I'm still here.
2: There are so many nails. That you should attach one of those bells that they used to put on, uh, that they used mm. to like bury people with. And then mm-hmm. uh, like a string that goes underground and is in the coffin and then a bell on the gravestones because old timey people had a fear of uh, accidentally burying people alive. And so if it yeah, and yeah, then that's um, where the phrase um, something about like.
1: Uh, oh, that rings a bell. Yeah,
2: rings a bell. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway.
1: I'm just, I'm looking it up real fast.
2: Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's where I like the phrase and stuff. Oh, my God. They called
1: it a safety coffin.
2: That's honestly, you know what? That's what I want.
1: Oh, my God. Safety coffin. Edgar Allan Poe wrote three different stories about it.
2: Of course he did. Freaking
1: people out. (laughs) Uh, The Fall of the House of Usher. That's a novel. The Cask of Montadillo. That's a short story. I don't know. Hang on. uh, Pause. I'm going to
2: shame you. What? Say the name of that previous story again.
1: The Fall of the House of Us. No, the one
2: after that? The
1: Cask of Amont. Oh, oh, Amontillado. Yeah,
2: there you go. <laughs> I was like, it's not Amontillado. <laughs>
1: I literally have read that with my eyes. That story. Yes, yeah, and I think we all have I, at some point
2: in like. High I don't school, think right?
1: I. I don't think I've. I've read it for funsies, but I don't think I've ever realized that it was not a Montedil. Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: it's a Montiato. Fun fact: There was a time, uh, in the history of Tumblr, where everyone was making cask of a memes. Like I don't know what it was. But people were just making really funny posts that have to do with referencing Cask of Amontillado, which for those that don't know, it ends with uh, it's basically someone tricks another person into following them down into their basement where they then uh, brick them up inside and then they die there.
1: Yeah, I've seen that tro- that that invented a trope that I've seen in like movies and stuff, too, although none of them are really coming to mind right now but i seen it to- anyway, anyway it's, <laughs> it's the first morning of term oh my god it's so Woo! exciting guys first you know of- what oh, feels back. like
2: bricking yourself into a cellar <laughs> the first day of class first day of term harry
1: and ron and hermione they meet in the common room so that harry can tell hermione about the train thing just just catching up a little bit um, they're talking about it they're walking to breakfast and I don't even know what the hell Ron says it's not funny but lavender brown is like
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all of your sound and, like, no, everyone muted is.
2: because zoom mutes loud <laughs> noises what I turned my head away as is so my we custom just, so we knew you were like laughing and making funny lavender doing, like, brown, brown s- noises I was doing like
1: monkey things with my hand <laughs> she was giggling she was giggling a lot and it's unnecessary and it was like Ron
2: looked surprised but pleased at the reaction basically
1: I feel like normally I'd be like did you guys used to flirt by giggling but I actually feel pretty confident that neither one of you used to flirt by giggling um
2: that implies the idea that I've ever knowingly flirted with someone in my life
1: okay I've flirted by giggling you better believe what is it what is it you laugh at a man when he's not funny
0: Oh, that's is that's that hilarious. is that a giggle but, flirt?
1: Yeah, or they're talking to, oh, I've I've been in a situation before, not since high school probably, where it's like that's not funny, but you're just like kind of giggling anyway cuz you're nervous. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Man, exactly. I never would let a man's ego get that big to laugh at a joke that isn't funny.
1: Well, you know, if you want to get laid, that's sometimes what you got to do.
2: And that's why I'm single and Christina is married.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never once laughed at
2: see that's the thing.
1: When you find the man that you don't have to fake it with, wink, mm. that's your husband.
2: Yeah, fake <laughs> laughing. That's that's what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but also like, haven't you guys ever well, okay, here. I, I I keep I always normalize my own experience. I have had the experience of being Definitely not this kind of flirting, but you're, like, talking to a new boy. It was always a boy in high school. That's why I say that. Because I kiss women with confidence in my adulthood. (laughs) You're in high school and you're talking to a boy and you're, like, pretty sure you're going to kiss and your faces are close and you're just like... (laughs) You know, it's, like, not even, like, a funny laugh. It's, like, Mm a nervous laugh. I understand nervous laughter.
0: I know that laugh.
1: Well, it doesn't work, Lavender, because at least Harry... Probably on too, is like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they go down to breakfast in the Great Hall.
0: I wish I could get, like, the food from the, the Great Hall. It's just, like, this summoned, giant, amazing buffet every time. Sounds so nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. And they just get to sit and chit-chat. I spend, like, an hour every morning on my morning routine doing my breakfast and coffee and I sit yeah. down and do a little. It does. Whistle. I will say
0: it does kind of remind me of the cruise ship a little because, like, every morning or every meal, right? You just go to like the the staff, the staff crew mess, and there was just yeah, oh, yeah and there was just like a bunch of food, ship. and it was always like usually pretty good, except except for halfway through, <laughs> halfway through my contract, like for some reason Royal Caribbean decided to like have the budget for food for staff on our ship.
2: Oh, that's nice. No. it was not
0: great. It was not great. Like it was just, <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, boy. Rice again. (laughs) Rice for breakfast. Rice for lunch. Yeah, it was it was was not quite the great haul. I mean, they always Mm -hmm. made the food better. And I feel like colleges do this, too, with the food halls. Like they make it really good when like the new students are coming to like check out the university and then you finally get there and it's like the quality is like drops just like so much.
1: What? My college cafeteria were awesome. But I went to school in Norfolk, Virginia. And so like a lot of the people who were staffing the kitchens were, like, middle-aged black ladies okay. with, yeah. like, very good okay. southern
2: cooking. Well, there you go. <laughs> and they on, like, 420 and stuff, they would go all out. Like, they really? knew what was up. Oh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Christina, our dining halls were probably staffed similarly. Did they, refer- would they say baby girl every time you, like, oh, swipe yeah. in? Money. Like, hey, baby girl. Yes. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I
1: love it. An older black woman calling me cute little pet name. Yeah. Go right ahead. It's I'll like, be, be I, I miss yeah, my sweetie. mom,
2: but you're here. So this they were is so nice.
1: Oh, nice. They would always, yeah. you weren't, sp- you either were supposed to eat there or take like a box to go, mm-hmm. but I would always, I would always eat there and then like slide a sandwich into my purse. I'd like wrap it up and they never said
2: anything. Mm. <laughs> Our dining halls were like, it was okay. It was never great, but it was never truly awful it was like solid middle ground but enough that um uh so the two dining halls one of them was called commons so we would say oh yeah the commons craps or the other dining hall was called regattas and we would say oh yeah the regattas regrettas (laughs) that's funny yeah i did
1: i do remember hearing when i was in college that they would put laxatives in the food what on earth was why would they
2: do that? Well, I don't know. Hey, just for those kids who come in and only eat like mac and cheese and There's like french fries. Kids. And it's like, we yeah. have to get these children fiber somehow. They
0: have to poop. <laughs> Put Metamucil in the water. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways.
1: Um, hold on. I'm reading about oh no. this. <laughs> You're reading about laxatives? Well- I'm reading about laxatives in- on college campuses.
2: For uh, yeah. the record, I I fully like I was 100% joking up until this moment. I want to establish that I don't believe that laxatives were put in my college.
1: I don't, I don't either, but people said it, coffee. and I'm trying to figure really? out. I'm trying to figure out why. I'm sure it? that's yeah.
2: just a you know like an urban legend kind like college thing. Like, um, did you guys ever hear that? Like, oh, if you get hit by a car on campus, your tuition gets covered.
1: That's that was always fake.
2: Yeah, like, uh, yeah. So that's I'm lumping in the dining halls putting laxatives in the food in with that well, like but fake urban legend. Hold on, what, yeah. What did it's, you find?
0: It's a myth. It's from this is an article from Thrillist, and they said, "Well, yeah,
2: that's the only one I found." Too. <laughs> yeah, they
0: said, "Well, this claim could be responded to with one giant eye roll emoji." Let's break down why this myth is absolutely bananas, but...
2: (laughs) Jeez, Christina, even Thrillist knows it's absolutely bananas. It just
0: makes no sense.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it it
1: goes on to say that the reason that you shit so much in college is because you eat like shit. (laughs) Okay,
0: which makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. All the mac and cheese, french fry diet people. (laughs) Do we think the Great Hall has Mexican food? no
1: Mexican food I think is a pretty uniquely American thing. yeah I I, I don't
0: think they do it well in England and I I only say that because I lived in New Zealand and all the Mexican restaurants there were so bad like it 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 was really adorable though because it was just like oh you're trying to make Mexican food but
1: it's funny because (laughs) I really feel like Mexican is like the easiest cuisine Yeah, like it's like you don't need that many diverse ingredients like it's not hard you just like put it together I think is it
2: because they're afraid of spicy international? Yeah the thing is I I think that's it. Except they're it's not like there. Which is ironic anyway. because they spent so much of their history stealing spices, spices from other yeah. lands. Well, the, and,
0: then, and like Indian food is so England. popular as well in England. So, oh, and, yeah. and New Zealand. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. I don't know. So it makes no sense. We don't know. Okay. Anyway, McGonagall yeah, starts passing on schedules. Sorry, I, I derailed if it's us because again. Because I wonder if it's because
1: the Americas have a unique reliance on like corn in a way that I don't think internationally they have corn like we don't talk to me about
2: corn because I just uh, did a podcast last night with Josh of super scary about the lottery,
1: the lottery in which uh,
2: spoiler alert, they sacrifice someone in their town uh, for the benefit of their corn harvest.
1: That episode, I'll let you know, came out on Monday. So if you haven't heard it yet, hop over to the super scary feed. I'll link that in the show notes and listen to that episode.
0: Mm.
1: Um, Guys, it's don't get distracted. It's very interesting. We're getting our schedules.
0: Woo. Woo. And though what were the new, what were the newts again? Is it because the owls are like the, like it's like the SAT. Yeah, the, <laughs> the owls are
1: the ordinary wizarding levels. The newts are the nastily exhausting wizarding tests. So stupid. Wow,
2: she clearly the, was like, okay, well one. I called the first one Owl and like that one fit fine. And then she clearly came up with newt and then. She really was, like...
0: phoned that one in.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which just reminds oh, me yeah. of she turned me into a newt. I <laughs> <laughs> <A> got better.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're McGonagall's going around like giving them their schedules, like she's like doing their schedules like right in front of them, kind of.
2: That's such an exhausting, um nastily exhausting. Yeah, nastily exhausting pro like. And also terribly inefficient process. Um, My mom worked at uh, uh, an elementary school as the registrar. So she was in charge of registering. I mean, you know, every student that comes in, but most importantly, like the kindergartners who were just starting school. And it was always like such a disaster of a night. Like it was like insane and like just like absolute chaos. So like I can't imagine just like, going around to each individual student and being like, hmm, okay. I see you passed your potions class, but you didn't.
1: (laughs) Yeah. My bestie Anna works at um, a middle school around town and um, that's a a city school and uh, it's a shit show. And and, um, at the beginning of the year, the schedule that had been written for all the students was just like straight up not in compliance with the law. Like someone had written it just in a way that where no one was complying with anything. And for the first like two weeks of school, they just had to fix it for days and days. They just had to fix it. Cause it was so crazy. So fuck a schedule. It also doesn't make any fucking sense because, um, like the whole thing that happens here is that Ron and Harry think that they didn't get good enough grades to take newt level potions classes. And that's because Snape had higher standards than Slughorn, which is madness. That's a, Fucked up way to run your
2: school. What that the yeah. like individual teachers get to decide, get to like set the standard. Yeah, because
1: yeah, there's like a student a year older than Harry who
2: didn't get in last year
1: who like could this oh, year. Oh, that, yeah, that's, that's true. fucked up. Yeah, that's totally fucked up. And it means that like now Harry and Ron don't have supplies. Like it's just like the worst way that they could have
2: done this. The the anxiety that it would have given me to start a class. Like that day that I didn't have the supplies for, I would have absolutely like had a panic attack. I would have been Skip. crying all day long. Like I would have been like, "I love my textbook, I love my table." Dude, especially
1: like, if it's if you're Harry and it's Slughorn, it's like he likes me. I'm just not going to go today. It's like I can't
2: do anything. Um, and also they didn't have um, uh, they didn't have Amazon Prime there, which is what I used, uh, my freshman year of college I was told by my sister oh you never need like don't order your textbooks until the first day of class because you never use them and then you also might get into the class and the professor says oh no we don't use that book at all and then lo and behold I go to all my classes and they're all like okay so have this page read by Thursday uh, and I'm like I don't have the book and they're like oh well you better order it soon. And went in absolute panic, signed up for Amazon Prime, and then lo and behold, got my books. But absolute panic inducing. Wow. So I'm glad it worked out for Harry, and also very lucky that uh, he had like two sets of stuff for Harry and Ron.
1: There were two lo and beholds in that story. That's how you know it was. Just a Wait, did I say lo and
2: behold twice? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, Cut me that off. So Mute funny. my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do their break. Cool. That's unearned. I love their uh, energy right now. Where they're like, oh, we have
0: they like four study
2: halls today. <laughs> it, it really
0: does remind me though of like like so like college. Like my senior year of college, like I'd pretty much already gotten most of my credits, and like my last semester, it was literally like, oh well, you're writing an honors thesis, so independent study. Like like my my last year of college, it was like writing my thesis, independent study, West African dance class improv too <laughs> like it was just like all these I just took all these fun I took a guitar class like I just took all these fun electives because I was like pretty much done with everything like I probably could have graduated early but I was like don't really want to but so yeah yeah the same I love their energy where they're like oh a free period right after break oh what will we do and then of course of course Hermione's like it's not a free period we need to study and, and Ron and and, and Harry, like, no, okay, whatever. We're going to go get off. Not on the off. first
2: day. Yeah. You know, they probably should have.
0: They probably shouldn't have,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I swear these children have more homework than I ever did when I was 16 years old.
1: Dude, I feel like I had a shit ton of homework in high school, less Same. in college.
0: Yeah, I, I was in the IB program. Which the my junior and senior year in the IB program at Winter Park High School were, was like harder than college. It was so exhausting. I was well, that's so crazy. De- I, yeah, I was like, I was so depressed. Yeah. I was really stressed because I mean, it was it was harder than college because it was like every you had to do work for every class, even the classes that like weren't really your strengths and.
1: And it's, like, college-level courses being taught by people who are not college professors. And uh, I I had a full IB course load, but over my junior and senior year, I yeah. dropped literally everything because it was too hard and I didn't care.
0: Yeah, so... Which is good
1: because I didn't go into the fucking government. I run my own business.
0: Yeah, well, the one good thing, I graduated with an IB diploma and I got a free, and, I got, credits. and credits. So I, but I got a free ride from the state of Florida to go to college.
1: Whoa! Dang. Yeah, Good so for f- you.
0: yeah, that's why I did it. I was like, I busted my butt, and it was worth it because yeah, f- back in the day, Florida had um, what was it? Bright, it was called the Bright Future Scholarship. And you, in like getting an IB diploma was just like, if you got that, you're like immediately in. So.
1: Wow. That's really cool. Good for you. Yeah. Dude. Yeah.
0: I mean, so yeah, I got completely paid to go to college. I used some of the money to like buy a laptop my first, like my, my freshman year. And so, yeah, I, it was, it was, it was worth it, but it sucked.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you know who could never have done that? Mm. Harry Potter.
0: No. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, first they go to defense against the dark arts. Guess what? It's dramatic. It's um, Snape. Snape does this like dramatic monologue, like lovingly describing the
2: dark arts. <laughs> he yeah. does the annoying thing that teachers did in high school. So they like start taking out their textbooks, and he's like, S- No, textbooks. I want your full attention, <laughs> which is so similar to what a lot of my teachers did in high school, where like literally one minute before the bell, we would start packing up and they would be like, Did I say you could pack up? I oh have God. your I still have your full attention. And then they would oh, say, that. like, I don't know, one more sentence. And then the bell would ring. And it's like, we're trying to pack up because you give us five minutes to walk from one end of the school to other. And like, we got to book it from here. Like, yeah, I don't care about I, algebra two at this point.
1: The power tripping that teachers can do. And like, I I love and support teachers. But there I was in a I went to school in a pretty wealthy I think it's actually the wealthiest school district in the country. Really? <laughs> okay. These, these, these people were like old crotchety white people. Yeah. And they hated kids and they they fucking power tripped all the time. And it's like that they taught me to have a problem with authority.
2: Also, I think all of us like grew up and we all went to school at a time where at least my parents were always like, we will believe whatever the teacher says over whatever you say because you're a child and you have to respect respect the authority of adults yeah and like sure. it, it was basically like it doesn't matter if your teacher like asked you to like bend over and they paddle your ass like in the I don't know like a like it's a schoolhouse in the 1600s or whatever like you do uh, whatever it they was say
1: they they. T- there were teacher, teachers paddling asses much more recently yes, than Yes, yeah, exactly.
2: So, like, I mean, not to say that never happened to me or anything, but, like, I dealt with some, like, really terrible teachers who, like, said and did awful things and treated yeah. and definitely, like, you could tell, like, oh, they hate this student. And they my sixth so grade mean history to teacher
1: told us that she hated kids and couldn't wait yeah. to retire. Yeah,
2: I feel, so I feel like that's the era that all of us went to school in. Where, yeah, when parents
1: could openly still hate their children. Yeah, and, and, people, and, and teachers could also because yeah. the parents were like, yeah, fuck these
2: yeah, kids. Yeah, and I would like bring up stuff to my parents and be like, so-and-so said this today. And they're like, yeah, they probably did because you probably were being disrespectful, weren't you? Whereas nowadays, <laughs> I feel like it's the reverse where like, a lot of especially like there's this gap now with younger kids who weren't in school because of COVID. Oh yeah. Where there's some like learning behavioral gaps and then teachers are just getting treated like shit because they don't have the resources to support that, you know? So like yeah. What were we talking about? Snape, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they also be misplacing resources too though because my friend Anna again was in like a fucking 2-hour long meeting where they were reading to her from a manual describing how she should administer this test that she's been administering for like 5 years already. So it's like, okay, if we have meeting time, are we, is this what we're going to spend it yeah.
2: on? Is this what we're doing? <laughs> they start working on nonverbal spells. Uh Snape like, ask for, like, the definition of something. He's like, what is a nonverbal spell? And, you know, he ignores Hermione, and then he's like, fine. Which, this is a side note to the side note, which is that I actually had a college professor who I was so enthusiastic. I was the Hermione in all of his classes that I would be the only one raising my hand. Out of awkwardness, by the way. Like, it would be dead silent, and I would be like, I will speak just to end this awkwardness oh my god
1: I totally served that role in college yes anyway
2: but it got to a point a lot of times where like I would raise my hand and he and I would be the only one and he would like let it go for a minute and he would like Mm -hmm. look around and then he'd be like okay Mary Clay okay (laughs) so back to the first side note which is that Hermione gives almost a textbook definition of nonverbal spells and Snape and he roasts her. Roast her for it. And this is exactly what one of my teachers did in high school,
1: where Whoa. he would get
2: mad at us for writing down exactly what was in the textbook and he'd be like, that's plagiarism. And I'm like, I don't know. like, like The okay, whole point of, all, of this is learning... Lit-
1: if you're just taking notes, that is deeply not plagiarism. Yeah,
2: yeah and like... It, if like, you're just taking a test, that's not
1: plagiarism.
2: Yeah, and we're like... It's like, I'm if, sorry that I don't know how to phrase it. this subject that I'm learning about for the very first time in this textbook. I'm sorry if I don't know how to phrase it in my own words because I know nothing yeah. about it. Like, Well,
1: it, and it's just kind of like, you you know, the English language is vast and powerful, but it, it can't do everything. Yeah. Like sometimes, it, sometimes if you rephrase a sentence, there's not a good way to do it without le- losing meaning. Exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. And so it's just like it's such a, amazing instance of like sometimes you can't do anything right where like her might she probably he probably would have made fun of her if she hadn't given the exact definition and been like well actually it's more like this as opposed to He would have been like
1: you missed a word
2: yeah whatever um and so oh so it just like just that like simple little moment in this class just it, like infuriated me because it brought up so much anger that like I experienced myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. So Snape has them start start working on nonverbal spells, and it really reminded me of the Occlumency lessons that we did last year. Because he's like, "Okay, Wait. begin." Yeah. What a fucking and it's asshole. Like, oh, what? Can you want to explain anything? Yeah. He's like, like,
2: "Okay, go." Any guidance? It's like, do you, you want to talk about what? What what we do? Like... It's like
1: even one even one thing. <laughs> Snape gets frustrated watching Ron like struggle and he turns to silently jinx his student and Harry whips out a very like, verbal Fuck that. tango. <laughs> He's like uh-uh. he, knocks, he knocks Snape off balance. Now does anyone have the book in front of them? I do. Um Will you would you please, Michael, read this part? Um he knocks Snape Snape off balance, then what happens?
0: Um, hold on. Here, let me, let me show you. He turned his wand on Harry so fast, little Patigo. His shield charm was so strong. Snape was knocked off balance and hit a desk. The whole class had looked around and now watched as Snape righted himself, scowling. Do you remember me telling you we are practicing nonverbal spells, Potter? Yes," said Harry stiffly. "Yes, sir. There's no need to call me sir, Professor." Uh, uh, Harry, uh, Harry just r- mic drops him
2: I was oh giddy God. when I realized that this moment was in this chapter I was like oh shoot I think that's gonna come later I didn't realize it was their very first fucking day of school I know
1: I totally like remember it happening differently but I was really delighted to be surprised by this I, line it's yeah. so good I
0: like when Harry has like these moments he, he kind of flashes his riz he's like ooh actually
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's
1: So good. It's so he is. It's uncharacteristically good of him. It Uh, it reminds me. This
2: (laughs) is where a lot of the characterization for the Darren Chris musical Harry Potter comes from. Mm. Is like moments like this. Yeah, (laughs) which is way more enjoyable and fun. It is.
1: So obviously he gets detention. I
2: I just like I don't know. It mentions that like several kids gasped and then like. The other boys in the class, or whatever, like, were smiling, Marling. but like, I don't know how, like, they didn't do exactly what we did, which was going, like Oh, oh. it's
0: like that one, gift, yeah, like, yes, yeah.
2: yeah, you know, no. the exact, you know, exactly The guy with detention. the face, the yeah. hands on his
1: face, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, oh my god, I'm looking it yes. up, i making
2: it to a meme, and you're gonna post it for this episode next week,
1: okay? Jeez. I think. I think that here's probably the sound I would have made. Okay, if I had been in class and been surprised by a fellow classmate doing that, I probably would have gone Ha-ha! you know, like one of those just like a like a shocked giggle. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would have been like because I wouldn't have wanted to get caught and in trouble. Yeah. Alongside Harry. I'm not I'm not team Harry, but that was a good <laughs>
0: line. <laughs> it's a really great line.
1: So, he gets detention for Saturday night, um, but then after class, it's break time, and Jack Sloper, who is apparently a character in these
2: books... He did um, not remember has a, him. <laughs> poor kid. Poor kid.
1: <laughs> I think he was on the Quidditch team. Uh, but he has a message for Harry. It's from Dumb. He wants to meet with Harry Saturday night to start his private lesson, so guess we can't do detention, huh? Can we, boys?
2: <laughs> I guess we Which I, I think... In the next, I can't remember, I feel like in the next chapter or something, Harry brings it up maybe, and then Dumbledore's like, oh, don't worry, I'll move our lesson. Or, or don't worry, we'll move your detention so it's that you can still do detention. it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Dumbledore comes first.
2: Oh, man. I love that Dumbledore's is like, no, bitch, you can't just backsass <laughs> your teacher and then not go to detention because you're That's the special so good. Boy Who Lived.
1: <laughs> no need to call me Sir
2: Professor. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs>
1: I regret my Harry Potter tattoo, and I'm planning to get it covered up this autumn. Really? But I should have gotten No Need to Call Me Sir Professor yeah, okay. tattooed on me instead. That's and then I probably great. would have kept yeah, that Yeah, that's one. badass. <laughs> yeah, I got plans with a local tattoo artist to finally get it covered. What are you going to oh, turn sweet. it into? It's going to sleep. I'm turning it into Leafs. I have two uh. tribes. I have my Deathly Hallows tattoo, and it's, like, right on top of the Triforce um, t- tattoo from Legend of Zelda, which is, like, I like Zelda, but it's just, like, not a very good tattoo. And then on top of both of those is the Water Tribe symbol from Avatar. And so I think I'm going to get both the triangles turned into leaves and have them kind of, like, encompassing the Water Tribe symbol, which I'll leave because it's, like, a little bigger and better. Mm. It's going to be great. I'll put okay. pictures. I believe you. On my Harry Potter Instagram, I'll put pictures of my Harry Potter cover-up tattoo. Yes, that happens. I, I support that message.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Um, Cover it up. Hey. I feel like this comment by Harry. He's like the last book was just. He was so angry. He's so pent up. He was so frustrated, and carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders. And then like it all kind of reaches, you know, comes to a climax and everything falls apart and it's all terrible. And then this book is his kind of like dog in the room on fire. This is fine era of being like, you know what? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. The world is on fire around me. It's burning down. The World's on fire. Only I can save it. (laughs) But I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I think that there was a lot of
1: buildup. Through the last book that all got like the tension all got released at the end with the death of Sirius and like the you know, everything's out in the open, like the tension has gone away a lot and he's finally like kind of free, you know? He's
2: yeah. Free. Yeah.
1: I mean not yet, he's gonna have to kill himself in a little yeah, while. Yeah, there I mean like there. there's
2: still a lot of uh you know they're not exactly over the hill or under it or through it yet, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: after break they have a free period Uh, that's their second free period of the day right and um, they start their homework as they've learned from last year I guess finally they've learned not to put
2: it off but this is such like first day of school energy where like you come home and you're like I'm gonna stay on top of all my work I'm gonna do my homework the day it's assigned and I'm gonna using the planners that Hermione gave us yes (laughs) (laughs) and like I'm gonna stay on top of it and then like the end of the week comes and you're like oh fuck this shit like I don't wanna do this Did you guys go to public school, right? Yeah,
0: I did both, yeah.
2: Did you
1: get, um, when you were in school, did your schools, like, give you a planner? Because my school Mm -hmm. gave me a planner.
2: Uh, They did did in, um, in middle school, but I think by high school... Oh, by high school, it like wasn't. They definitely didn't have enough to hand out to everybody. So it was like, if you want one, you can go to the school guidance counselor office and get it. But everyone's like, I'm not a, I'm not a nerd who needs a planner. I'm not oh my gonna god, go. Oh god, I, I use my planner. my planner.
0: No, I I use my planner as well. Total Hermione. Which is funny because I mean, because back then I, I I didn't have a smartphone until my my freshman year of college. So. I didn't Oh,
1: my God, that is so much earlier than when I got a smartphone really? I, I I got a smartphone after college for sure oh
0: wow, okay yeah no but no, but actually I didn't have it like I mean obviously now I use like Google Calendar as my Bible, but back in the day it was the school planner was your Bible because if I didn't write my assignments and stuff in there then they didn't exist and I they get yeah they didn't
1: exist yeah. for sure, yeah. Now it's time for double potions. Um, All of the... In the past, they've had, like, double potions with Slytherin, but um I guess because not many people made it into the new classes, like, all of the houses are together now. So it's, like, Draco, Ernie Mac, like, fucking R. Gryffindors, two nameless Ravenclaws, because who cares about Ravenclaw? Um,
2: side note, we glossed over the beginning uh, of the chapter where they talk about how... um also, side note, side note. I say side oh, note too much in this it. episode. <laughs> oh my Take God. a drink every time I say side note or lo and behold. Actually, um. hold on,
0: hold on. I'm going to get it. I, um, I'm going to get a ta- drink. Hold on.
2: Okay, go ahead. Should I Should I wait? Should I wait? Uh, no. Okay. They're talking about how... <laughs> Leave that part in. They're talking about how... Um, Hagrid was talking to them, being like, oh, so excited for you guys to come to care of magical creatures. And they're like, "Uh yeah. And then they're like, he honestly can't believe that we're taking that class, right? Like, there's no way he would believe, like, he thinks that any of us liked it. And then they're like, "I, I don't know if someone says it out loud or if it's just like a narration note, but it says something like, no one, they knew no one who was going to be taking care of magical creatures. And can you imagine being the teacher, and like where people have to opt to sign up for your class, and then um, like yeah. no one shows up because every student you taught for the past five years or whatever, or three years since he was the Care Magical Creatures teacher, was like, yeah. no, we're done. Like,
1: um, we were actually talking about this in the Discord server today. Let me see.
2: Oh, it's so sad. Okay. But also I get it. Claire said
1: if Harry, Ron, and Hermione didn't sign up for Care of Magical C- Creatures, who even did from sixth year, is Hagrid gonna show up to class and it's just like two to three unnamed Hufflepuff NPCs? Yes.
0: <laughs> Hagrid's all sad.
2: I feel like um Neville maybe would have signed up. So that's what I said. I said I said because he's
1: majoring in biology in yeah. like big quotes. Claire said, wouldn't be he be taking Herbology and Potions? But, like, you got to fill out that course load a little bit. I feel like they put him in care of magical creatures.
2: Who, Neville? Yeah, because... No, because Neville's not in potions. Oh,
1: maybe he definitely is in care of magical creatures, because what the hell else is he taking? Neville's taking one class this year.
2: <laughs> I think they mentioned that uh, in the previous book with Fred and George, that, like, they... Ha- they passed so few owls that they had oh, yeah. like almost no <laughs> classes because they couldn't advance to the next levels.
1: Neville's taking herbology, and much like Michael in, in his last year of college, he's also
2: taking West African dance, um,
1: <laughs> yes. intro guitar, improv too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and we also uh, we didn't talk about that amazingly wholesome conversation that he has with McGonagall, where he's oh, yeah. like, "Yeah, can I sign up for transfiguration?" And she, yeah, we we're talking about Neville, right? Were we not talking yeah, about Neville? Yeah, but just to, just to oh, clarify. clarify. Yeah. And um, there are a lot of boys in this story, unfortunately. Yep. And she's like, I'm sorry you don't have the, you didn't pass your owls at a high enough level. I'm sorry you can't do transfiguration. But also, like, I didn't get the impression that, like, you liked it that much or that you were that interested. Like, why do you want to take it? And he says, well, my grandma wanted me to and oh gosh, something, and around. she's like, well, take charms. You did really good at charms. And he says, like, my grand doesn't think that's a good subject or whatever. And she's like, well, tell your gran No, just she because says, she, she... says, I'll tell like, oh, your gran. Right oh right my right god, right yes. Yeah. She says, I'm gonna ha- fix this for you.
1: Imagine Augusta and... Minerva, M- Minerva, fucking Who fighting. Who probably,
2: um, I imagine, imagine that, them fucking dueling. I imagine that they had to have been like students together or like around a similar time, right? Like, yeah, I have no idea how age works. In yeah, this um, but like, yeah, she's like, I will to call your gran up and remind her that just because she failed her charms owls doesn't mean that it's a soft subject or whatever, and also. You helped to, well, not defeat, but, but like, you fought Death Eaters and Voldemort in the ministry. Like, you are more than valid enough as a fucking 16-year-old boy wizard. Like, Okay,
1: so according to harrypotter.fandom.com, Augusta was born, it just says before 1947. Which, that's really helpful. And then McGonagall... It says that she was born on the 4th of October. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) Um, Her, like, life biography. Okay. er Her early career at Hogwarts says 1910s to 1945. So I think McGonagall is indeed elder. McGonagall's been around for a hot minute. Uh, I would imagine so, yeah. So Ernie McMillan is schmoozing as hell. Harry's, like, you ever be, like, you know what? I didn't like that person at first, but now I've realized that they're just different. They're not that bad. Yeah. And I don't get it, but that's fine. And every time you feel that you're like, wow, I'm really mature. Well, Harry has that. He's like, you know what? (laughs) Ernie McMillan's kind of a jackass. He's kind of a terrible person, (laughs)
2: but he's not that bad. He's all, he's also in this school. They have a standard of like, are you a Nazi or are you not? Are you not a Nazi or are you a Nazi? And Ernie was in the not-Nazi yeah, group. Yeah, exactly. So. Bare minimum. I picture Ernie Mac as, like, a future business leader of America.
1: Of guy. <laughs> yes, I love
2: that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's great.
1: They enter the classroom, and there are already potions brewing. It'll be nice to have a different kind of potions lesson, honestly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, someone who doesn't abuse the children.
1: Right, sure. Someone who actually seems to be, like, really excited about teaching. Which is crazy because he's already retired. If anyone has the right to be done with it, it's Yo, yeah.
2: Like, to be brought, you could not pay me enough money to come <laughs> he out said of he's retirement. A pay,
1: he said he's getting a pay rise. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> a pay
2: rise? Who calls That's it a how pay they say rise? It. That's how they
1: say it in the UK. They oh, call it okay. a pay rise.
2: Well, here in the US of A, we call it a pay raise.
1: I think that a pay raise makes a lot more sense Man, because what a
2: dirty chapter wait, title let me finish, Hermione's let me helping hand sentence.
1: Let me finish my fucking sentence. <laughs> a pay rise grammatically makes less sense because your pay is not magically rising passively. Your employer is manually raising mm, it. They're yes, no, raising yeah. your pay. It's not like, Ooh, who's rising it?
2: Yes. That that's, That's like two chapters from now. (laughs) So I was flipping through to find this chapter again, and then I saw that. Hermione's helping hand?
1: Yeah, it's not JK,
2: what?
1: We call her Junior this year. (laughs) Harry and Ron don't have the book or any equipment, so they need loaners. Slughorn has two books, and he just hands them to the boys at random. I personally kind of prefer this scene in the movie where there's two books In a shelf, and one of them is really fucked up, and one of them's pristine. And the boys during class, like, silently fight over it. It's very funny. It's
2: such a, it's one of those small moments that, like, the actors did a good job of kind of reminding us, like, they're kids, they're teenage boys. And, like, they have this, you see them have this moment where they're like, they look at the two books, they look at each other, and then they're like, (laughs) (laughs) fighting to get the good book. And then, like, What a terrible stroke of luck in that version of of how this plays out that like Ron went for the non-tattered... He's never had anything non-tattered in his life. He (laughs) finally gets something that's decent quality and it's not... And it like is not the secret amazing potions book that Harry has. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we turn now to the potions that are brewing... One of these is a love potion, and um, I think we learn in a minute, or whatever, Hermione says, now. Let's just say Liquid she says luck. now. <laughs> um, well, one is a love potion. Oh,
2: wait, potion. the love potion, sorry.
1: <laughs> um, she says that these smell to each person, like, what they are attracted to, and Harry smells treacle tart broomstick handle and something flowery that reminds him of the burrow. <laughs> I think whatever could that be? I
2: think it's Percy. <laughs> <laughs> also, broomstick handle—that's like the gayest thing I've ever read in my oh life. Oh my god! <laughs> it could—it literally—it didn't even have to say handle. It could have just said a broomstick or a quidditch broom. You know, it's—it's no, it's even like, like
1: lustier. It's—it's it's lustier than broomstick yes. handle. It's like something about like the fresh wood of a of a freshly polished broom broomstick handle, handle or something. Yeah.
2: Mm. yeah it's gay and she (laughs) describes it as seductive and i'm like these are children (laughs) these are children let's not use that word around them please
1: so question michael what would love potion smell like to you
0: Mm, my love potion oh my gosh i don't know no is
2: this a is this a potion that like you personally would smell smelling or is it like if someone was attracted to you what would they smell what
1: are you smelling harry smells things that he but loves i
2: feel like it's depend it's dependent on the person not like it's dependent but, on the the object of your desire not but harry's smelling truckle tart broomstick and, and and ginny but like <laughs> and
1: ginny i think it's not like i think that's like because he has a crush on her. I don't think it, like, has... Because Hermione's, like, fresh grass and, like, parchment paper. Yeah, like, that those are all
2: Ron-related with... things. Uh. But, again, those things were... Those things remind me of the, the burrow.
1: Man, I'm married. My... My... Love potion is not going to smell like car oil. Sorry, it does. See, a pan in halfway through being seasoned. It smells like... Um, and fucking... Cat like food. Sean's sunscreen lotion that <laughs> he wears every day. Like it that. smells <laughs> like...
2: For you, being married to Sean, I think it has to smell like... Either, like, cat food or cat litter or some cat-related object. That's nice. That's fucked up. No, <laughs> but because... That horrible. Okay, but Ron himself doesn't smell like grass. I think it's, Hermione associates no, grass We're supposed to smell
0: what, what attracts us. That's what the book good. says. This is what we... we it's supposed to smell differently, to each of us, according to what attracts us. It's not like, okay. you know. But
2: I Mary think Clark. Mary it's you supposed have to be to understand. reminiscent and it's supposed to you remind to you of the person that you like. I don't you know. have
1: to understand that saying that someone smells like grass is different from saying they smell like cat litter, No, I'm right? not you saying. Okay, yes, but hang on. Pause, <laughs>
2: pause. I'm not saying that Ron smells like grass. I'm saying that I'm, these are smells what you're that remind I, I hear you. her You've of Ron. You've said it three times. You've said so it three times. I you, understand you. But know you love me. Would smell like
1: cat litter, and that's rude. No, I didn't say that's, that my love potion smell like
2: cat litter. It's my interpretation of the love potion is that it's things that remind you of the person, things okay, that so objects that you shit. associate with other that person. Shit reminds
1: me of, <laughs> of Sean, okay? Her, but you
2: guys have such a, such a, of uh, uh, your parents over these four cats, and you have rankings of your favorite cats, and I feel like that's a very important. Part of your relationship is that you look over these creatures together. Okay, maybe to, do they have a it's perfume? Too heady.
0: Do they it's do have too a cleaner
2: heady. that you use to spread? Like, I feel like Can't that would be an like important part smell. of your relationship that would be represented in the love potion.
1: Sure. Boothby, what was your smell like? My
0: love potion would smell like, I it would smell just like really sexy perfume, you know, like that first date perfume. Where you like, you go out and you're like, you're like, okay, she, she's brought that A game. Yeah. She's brought that A game. I, I just, and I, I don't even know what kind of perfume, but there is like some kind of perfume that I'm like, mm, that really turns me on. I really like that. And I feel like that, it would be that. And there would also be like the smell of like fresh laundry. I love that smell. Mm-hmm. And in my, like my condo. So we have like, uh, we have uh, laundry machines in the basement. So when people are using it. I'm like I go into the courtyard and it vents out into the courtyard. So the whole courtyard smells like laundry and I'm like, oh it's so oh, nice. Oh, I know what you're
1: talking about. I think a lot of apartments in Richmond are kinda yeah, like Yeah, I smell that,
2: yeah, walking around. Yeah.
0: So I think it's like perfume the
2: fan and stuff. Nice
0: like sexy perfume, uh like the smell of laundry and then and I think just like like home cooking. The smell of like 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 just just Garlic? cooking. Garlic. I was yeah, gonna say gar- butter and garlic. Uh, yeah, butter, smells. butter, onion and garlic. That, that, like, say, yeah.
1: I had one of those moments today where Sean came home and was like, "Dinner smells great. What are you cooking?" And I was like, "It's butter and garlic. Yeah. There's nothing cooking. It's just butter and garlic <laughs> at this point. That's what you're smelling." Yeah. Mary Clay, what would your love potion smell like?
2: Nothing, because I'm alone. Well, I was going but to say, do a romantic to? people like not smell anything? Mm-hmm. I, I I mean that's why I'm confused by this love by the idea of the love potion is that like I am not currently attracted to anyone in particular. Sure, I so think you're being what, too literal about you're it. You're being way so too literal what about it. What do you would chat with smell just, like, like stuff? to me? I think it's because to. we have the perspective of someone who we know has a crush on someone else. So I like think you're being too literal. You're being way so so what like would it this smell like? I, but so I need her, her to describe like I need her to describe it no For, like someone she, smelling she it who does not it. actively it says, according
0: to what what attracts us not who. i know but that's what, not what how it's us.
2: set up it's set up mean? to so, foreshadow that harry likes Ginny and okay. hermione likes ron and so, so what I would i i need a description from a character who's smelling she it She doesn't want to play this isn't who, like, isn't attracted know, to anyone She likes absolutely. parchment so grass potion. and
0: parchment. That's not... My love wrong. potion
2: would
1: probably smell like... Michael Boothie, I'm going to repeat, some kind of sexy sure. perfume. Yeah. The kind that makes me wonder if I'm gay or if I'm having gender envy <laughs> yeah. for people of my own gender. <laughs> um, um I'm going to say um maybe, like, really fresh... Maybe fresh basil or some kind of, like, very fresh herb. Mm-hmm. And... um Mm, like the smell of the sea. That would probably be my combo. That's
2: what attracts me. I like me. that. I like that. I just think it changes depending on what you're cool. attracted to or what you find romantic at that moment. And for me, I think that would just like change.
0: W- what about mm. right now in this moment? Yeah,
2: like what about right, right now? Right Margarita. Now. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Those don't even
1: smell. Wait, a frozen one? <laughs>
2: it kind of can smell smells like a margarita. It's like tequila. Really?
1: Like, sickly sweet
2: tequila. (laughs) What? Why is is it it green? What is your love potion smell like tequila? That's because that is tequila. (laughs) Oh,
0: I guess
1: I'll keep drinking. (laughs) That's so funny because the first time Sean and I met, we drank a lot of tequila. So I
2: feel like yours would have to have a little hint of tequila. It has a little spicy aftertaste.
1: The thing is that, like, I'm married. If I made a love potion, it's, like, not for my husband. (laughs) <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like it's for someone else. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. So the other two potions are Veritaserum and Polyjuice Potion. All very
2: well relevant to our heroes, huh? Weird. That's yeah. So all weird. lots <laughs> of um. You know, foreshadowing here. Oh, also um. Snape. This is did all the shadowing.
1: P- We've already done Veritaserum. Yeah, well, a similar <laughs> thing
2: happened in Snape's class where he mentions he's he shows these pictures of like the Cruciatus Curse. The Dementors kiss, and it's like, yep, we've seen all of that. We've seen all of that, and Imperi, um, Inferi. That's it, an In- inferior an army of Inferium or whatever he calls it. And that I was like, ooh, that's a nice little bit of foreshadowing there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, you got to introduce stuff before it shows up, so when it shows up, we know that so that it, we're familiar it with is. it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we're yeah, we've already done the. You know, we know what those things are, but then the the. Felix Felicis and the the love potion. Maybe they're going to return again. Uh, Hmm.
1: So Hermione's like, she's the one he's, he keeps being like, oh, does anyone know? And like, yeah, Hermione knows. And he's impressed by her. Good. She deserves it. Quote, Malfoy looked rather as he had done the time Hermione had punched him in the face. Horrible sentence, but the, the sentiment is good. Malfoy looked rather as he had done the time Hermione oh, had I punched mean, him in yes. the face. Yeah, that's Horrible. a very poorly
2: constructed sentence.
1: Oh my God. I forget where it happens, but this chapter also has one of our biggest pet peeves. Don't do that, someone said warningly.
2: Warningly. It's like, but that.
1: It's like, it's a warning. The sentence is <laughs> itself a warning. Yeah. <laughs> we all uh,
2: know it's warningly. JK, <laughs> yeah, it's <like>
0: JK Rowling <laughs> and her adverbs. She goes really awful. crazy with the adverbs.
2: Yeah, it's like. What what did you say? She asked, asking a question, question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or like questioningly. Asked, that yeah. There's Maybe definitely
0: questioningly. But it,
2: here's it, the it, thing but it, is I have absolutely used the phrase questioningly in uh, my writing before.
1: Well, you're uh, not J.K. Rowling. No, so. I know I'm
2: not claiming it to be good. Though. We roast,
1: so. we roast her. Um. W- so th- then there's like oh, there's a the last potion. What is it? It's Felix Felicis. It's a drug that you can take, uh, if, that It's alcohol, you can... or it's... it's coke. It's coke. Well, mm. I don't know about that because those things do not ensure you good luck. In fact, some would argue that they sometimes ensure the opposite okay, yes, of good fine. luck. But, but it definitely makes Daniel Radcliffe act like he just took a big dose of Molly. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like, it's
0: like Molly and Adderall.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like... Um, but it gives you luck. Slughorn says he's taken it twice, once at tw- uh, 24 and once at 57. Two perfect days. Okay. What do we think he was doing these days? What was he doing at 24? Perfect day.
2: Oh, my God. Gambling. Yeah. Okay. Dude, that's, that's the what round. I would do.
0: I would take gambling. In the gambling. muggle world.
2: Yeah. I think he flew to uh Vegas. What happens in Vegas dating? There was a she guy was dressed in... in there, was a, there was an armchair gambling and just no one questioned <laughs> it. He kept winning.
0: <laughs> oh, my god, Michael, what
1: do you think? 24 years old, what's his perfect date? Was he ever married or anything?
0: God, I would abuse this potion. Well, now I'm just obsessed with the idea of like, like magical Las Vegas, <laughs> like a bunch of wizards, <laughs> like gambling with spells and I mean, sh- I dragons think it, and stuff. Uh, I feel uh. like
2: it just wouldn't be able to exist because like you would just have to, in order to make it, I mean, of course, gambling is not necessarily fair, it's, but, but like you would have to s- put a limit on like all magical items and spells and stuff, which would just make it like muggle gambling
1: oh my god guys what were we talking about in the group chat today
2: we were talking about the structure that will not be named my, oh yeah that we're voting oh my on gosh, in rva it all goes back to the casino <laughs> so
1: so yeah richmond is we're uh, so i'm confused because i already voted on
2: whether or not to put up we a casino did. We so did are this we two voting again ago. yeah it, they, 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 um, they they
1: keep
0: our, they keep pushing it because mm-hmm. they want to make money
2: yeah like a new a new group uh, i think has like brought it back or something we can discuss this on our local yeah. politics podcast, which does not exist. <laughs> oh my God! Um, and thank God for that. Yeah. But it, yes, yeah, it's, it's funny that we were texting uh, pretty extensively about a potential casino earlier, and now here we are again. Maybe that's why I brought up gambling. Maybe, Maybe yeah, I mean, but like, like you know, that's exactly just- what I would do if I had liquid luck. I would go. I would go gamble, and then I would probably. Go because we've talked about my lack of a romantic life. I would probably go to like a really populated area, and then I would just like wait for like the love of my life to show up. You know, like that's <laughs> oh my what God, I do. It's
1: like that book that you want that, that
2: book that I want to <laughs> write that I that I keep thinking about writing, but I haven't actually written it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay, so his he said it, his second time taking Felix Felici's, he was fifty-seven. Perfect day. What was he doing? Gambling. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah okay. back, back at the casino. You no, know?
2: I feel like he was just having like a nice little old man's day. It's an old where man. like, like I don't know, he's reading in the park, and the weather happens to be like the perfect temperature.
1: He is a man of simple pleasure.
2: And then like all of a sudden, there's like an ice. C- he hears a screech, and it's like, oh my god, the ice cream cr- truck crashed. Here, quick, kids! Everyone, eat ice cream. It's gonna melt. <laughs> and it's just an ice cream truck handing out free ice cream (laughs) one time when i was
1: okay i was definitely in college but i was not yet i was maybe like 19 i wasn't old enough to buy alcohol and i was home in fairfax virginia over the summer and my friend matt calls us i'm sure we were standing in a parking lot smoking cigarettes or whatever my friend matt calls us and is like yo you gotta get here you gotta get here right away so we hopped in my camry not the one i have now but three cars ago, my other Camry. And we drove. And like, a bunch of... They were kids to us at the time. So they must have been like 15. They all tried to steal cases of beer from one grocery store at the same time. And I guess their (laughs) logic was like, if we all do it, like... They can't catch us all. People will get away. Yeah. And I'm sure people did get away. But... In the neighborhood right behind the food lion or whatever it was, there was like millions of beers just ditched everywhere. This is everywhere. like almost
2: exactly what I was hoping you, I thought you were going <laughs> to say like an alcohol truck <laughs> crashed is and it? they had to hand out the alcohol.
1: So we popped my trunk and we put in probably like a hundred
2: loose beers my trunk. Oh my God, my that's trunk. so great. Wow. It was really cool. That really is cool. absolutely a definition of like yeah, taking Felix police that, someone, someone took Felix. it that day. Yeah. Wow.
1: That's so funny. I have to see if my friend Liam. Oh, that's so great. (laughs) Um, so the Felix Felicis is the prize for today's lesson. Yeah, they're tasked with making a draft of the Living Death. Um, Harry opens his
2: book. No, draft it is. Draft. You're right. You're right. It's the reverse. It's because I was corrected several times on Tolkien about for saying draught and it's draft. So I did the reverse of that. Your brain just flags it, but it's confused. (laughs) it hurt itself in its confusion.
1: Uh, (laughs) Okay. So Harry's like annoyed when he opens his book and he sees scribbles everywhere. But then he sees that there are alternative instructions to consider. Um, And, like, everyone's starting to get working on their draft. And um, Malfoy's like, oh, Slughorn, um, you probably know my uncle, don't you? And Slughorn's like, yeah, what of it, basically. Shame he died. (laughs) (laughs) He shuts him down real quick. Um, So Harry finally tries one of the alternative instructions that scribbled in the book. It's like, instead of chopping this thing, like, squish it. To get more juice or whatever and it works so that he keeps trying the more alternative instructions and they keep working and then he wins the day
2: harry is quote the clear winner this is also another great scene in the movie where you see all of the kids in the class like getting increasingly frustrated, oh, yeah, and, and
1: the music is all like, do, do, yeah. Do, and her, do,
2: like, do. Hermione is like so stressed out, her, like, her, her hair, hair is <laughs> getting
1: bigger and bigger, <laughs> like, oh, blows
2: himself up. Mm. Classic. Um, and, and then there's a moment where Hermione's like, What do you do? Like, how did you do that? How did you do that so fast? And he's like, tried stirring it counterclockwise and she's like but the book says and he's like fine like you fucking asked (laughs) (laughs) like like whatever just like such a great and then um, the the part where Slughorn gives him the the potion in the movie like all of the kids are staying there like like not like very disgruntledly like clapping and being like yay and Harry's like (laughs) bitches (laughs) This is what I get for being the chosen one.
1: (laughs) So after class, back in the common room, Harry tells Ron and Hermione about the book. Um, Ginny overhears and is, like, alarmed that he's taking orders from a book um, as that has historically not gone well for her. So you think it's valid that she should not be afraid of all
2: books? I think it's a valid concern considering her past and also considering what they are like going through currently in the world where like voldemort is active you know that mm-hmm. like they don't know what's going on about anything so like but, but do you think that there's an argument to be made that there's a meaningful
1: difference between a book that is like actively talking to you yes yeah i think like, rather once than like they an they textbook. once
2: they you know further inspect it fine it's just a textbook then like he's fine whatever but I think overhearing that conversation and maybe not and maybe being a little bit on, on a like heightened sense of like anxiety and caution I can understand why she and Hermione would want to like look into it a little yeah further. not just trust it blindly yeah so
1: what I want to know Michael would you keep this textbook would you keep using the alternative instructions or would you be alarmed and or wary oh
0: no I would, I would use it Especially if I, if I was like Harry and I, and I sucked at potions and I got gifted a secondhand book by Half-Blood Prince by someone who's like, oh, man, this guy's a baller. This guy clearly knows potions better than I do. And especially after winning some it's of so the It's so funny because potions. I just, yeah, I just I realized
1: I'm reading a book right now. Um, it's called Spin the Dawn by Elizabeth Lim. And it's Mulan meets Project Runway. And it's very fun. And the main character has these, like, magic scissors. And she's like, I don't want to win with magic scissors. I want to win with my own skill. That's what Hermione would have done. Yeah.
2: Harry's like, fuck this shit. I'll take I'm using the scissors. (laughs) Have you seen my life lately? It's kind of really terrible. If I could just do well (laughs) at at potions. At anything. (laughs) That would be great.
1: Mary Clay, would you use the book?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I I, I think once I, I think, like, Maybe hearing from Jenny and Hermione first about like that like level of caution, I think maybe I would be like, oh, maybe I guess you have a point. But then once mm-hmm. we figured out that it's like fine, I'd be like, heck yeah, I'm going to keep using this. Honestly, yeah. I don't even know if I would have told my friends. I would have been like, I, I guess I just got either. really smart about yeah. potions this well, summer. Well, because
1: it's very believable to think that Snape was holding him back that whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So I might not have told my friends either. But also like we don't have a parallel for this in our world. Like if you see notes written, you're like reading a history textbook and it's like, well, actually the South won the Civil War. And it's like, hey man, that's just wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, <laughs>
2: that ain't <that's> right. <laughs> I guess so. um the equivalent would be in a cookbook, you know? If if it was like Ooh, and I would trust that yeah. for sure. The, I would equi- definitely the, trust the real that. world equivalent would be getting like a, a cookbook at a thrift store and someone's been like Oh, if you want to make it a little spicy, add in, like, these three ingredients, you know, or whatever. I I actually kind of just realized that we do have a real-world equivalent, very
1: literally, and it is chemistry class. Oh, chemistry. (laughs) Chemistry class is literally potions. And if I saw notes scribbled in the side of my chemistry textbook, I probably wouldn't listen to them unless I was, like, really struggling because I wouldn't trust the idiot kid who had the book before me. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. That's why because I think in, in cooking, it's like the only way this could kill me is if I eat it and it goes terribly wrong. But like chemistry, Genius I would food. be afraid of like <laughs> blowing myself up, you know?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Which can happen. And it does happen to Seamus Finnegan in the movie during the mm-hmm. scene. Not that Seamus is, he, he he's not even in the book. He never made it into I know, they fully <laughs>
2: brought him back into that because they were like, hey, remember that running gag we had for Seamus, like the first movie only? <laughs> Let's bring it back five movies that, later. That actor has next to no dialogue or screen time that isn't, just I think his name's Devin up. or whatever. He yeah. just blows himself up. Me mom's a muggle. Wait, me mom's a muggle. No, me dad's a muggle. Mom's a witch. Bit of a nasty shock for him when he found out. <laughs> That's good. That's his line
0: <laughs> uh, That was good.
1: So Hermione does a little like Spellius Revelio or whatever. Spell, <laughs> spell, spell. I like that version. <laughs> um, it does nothing. So she's like, mm, guess it's fine. And he's like, hmm, guess it is fine. And finally, he looks at the back cover to see that this book is the property. And the way that Jim Dale says this in the audiobook, it's like, property of the hat. Blood Prince, and Mike it's like, yeah, Jopper. man, we know it's we know it's the name of the book, okay? <laughs> thank you. Uh,
2: which um, we like never, maybe Goblet of Fire, I guess, but like usually, you know, the or I guess or okay, never mind, I take it back. I was gonna say we never get <laughs> yeah. we never get like the title drop this early in the book.
1: Well, we actually had this conversation. Um, I, I don't remember when, but there's no. I, but I don't think there's a chapter called The Sorcerer's Stone. I don't think there's a chapter called The Prisoner of Azkaban. I do think there is a chapter called The Chamber of Secrets. But they
2: definitely, I know they definitely say, like, philosophers or sorcerers. Like, they at least say the phrase in the book. It might not be a chapter title. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see what um, you're saying. I think Prisoner of Azkaban is the only one where there, where there's not, like, a, <gasps> Well, it's yeah, The that makes Prisoner
1: sense. of Azkaban. That makes sense. Yeah, they usually, I, th- I do feel like they usually drop the name of the book, you know, maybe at the end of the first act, so to yeah. speak. So maybe it's just, uh, maybe it's just at. like
2: the first two books where it kind of comes in late, where it's like, yeah. Mm, but those books
1: are also like so much shorter. So it makes sense. And you're yeah. you're spending a lot more time like world building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the end of the chapter. Michael, do you have any final thoughts or like any? Any jokes you wrote down that you didn't get to work in organically? Because I was uh,
2: I don't, I don't too on my bullshit. I don't <laughs> write
0: down, down jokes anymore, I
1: guess. Oh, right. I forgot you took improv two in college. <laughs> I just... Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm just... I'm just
0: flowing. No, I mean, I just... You know, I mean, it's the, it's the... This self-titled chapter of the book, right? It's yeah, like,
1: it, it's kind of a lame chapter for it, the. I, I mean, the title of the book.
0: I mean, but that's you know, it's the first day of school, and then it's like, oh, what's the half-blood prince? And then we're like, oh, he finds this mysterious book, and it helps him. So you know, it serves yeah. its purpose. I didn't. I, I I don't know. I feel like I enjoyed Saint Mungo's more, and and then I enjoyed the the the, the other one. There are just more exciting chapters, I feel. More stuff
1: going on. Yeah. So I think I think if this was my book, at the end of the book, after Snape has killed Dumbledore, spoilers, um, there's what? a chapter called The Flight of the Prince, if I remember correctly. Mm. Wait, I forgot that I have the entire book's yeah. contents right in front of me. It's called The Flight of the Prince. That's the chapter where, like, Snape is, like, running away from the school with the Death Eaters, and Harry's, like, chasing him. So if it was me, and, and Snape is, like... I'm the Half-Blood Prince, so yeah. I probably would have called that, that chapter, chapter the yeah. Half-Blood Prince. So that when when kids open the book to look at the table of contents, they see that it's like at the end and it's coming. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. This one could have been like, um, I don't know, scheduling conflicts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: It, I, this could have had one of those New, really... Uh,
2: newts and nonverbal spells or something. Ooh, yeah, you know, I was like. going to
1: say something stupid like that. Like, um, they um there are sometimes chapters like... Oh, what's... Hold on. What's the name of that? And this
2: is why naming chapters nowadays, I think, is dumb. Is oh, that it, so like, we don't need it anymore.
1: One is, like, in Prisoner of Azkaban, there's the chapter called Talons and Tea Leaves. And that's, like, the beginning
2: of school.
1: So yeah. you could have called it, like detention and or like no because he's (laughs) not in detention
2: and we would have criticized that
1: (laughs) you could call it false schedules and felix Felicis. yeah great there's something else to call it there's the chapter called felix Felicis in this but anyway mary clay do you have any last words about the chapter
2: uh nope i i actually found it uh, i know like not that much happens but i found it to be quite like a nice i i like the moments where you see them being like students and you see them being kids and so like these moments where like all the ki- like in the beginning of the chapter, there are all these kids staring at Harry and Ron like yells at him and is like, it's like, it's not polite to stare and like laughs, laughs at them. And then you have Lavender giggling and mm-hmm. and then that like very wholesome moment with Neville. Of course, Harry, iconic moment line. uh no, Absolutely. you need to call me Sir Professor. Oh, my God. It's so great. <laughs> By the way, I have made the meme during this oh, episode, so I will thank send so it much. to you.
0: Perfect. Oh, did you? I want to see that. Yes.
2: Actually, can I uh, I don't know if I can drop pictures into no, the No, you can't chat. drop a picture. Oh, right. in yeah, a that's what I thought, chat. so I'll have to send it to you later.
1: Yeah, I also, in this chapter, really appreciate, and it is a bit heavy-handed, honestly. Um, it's something that, like, yeah, in a kid's book, sure. In an adult book, I would be like, this is too obvious, but... Um, the juxtaposition between Snape and Slughorn that we get in this chapter. You know, those are the only two classes they go to. And it's like, wow, one of these feels good and rewarding and exciting. And the other one
2: sucks. Doesn't, yeah. The other one I almost got, we got no instruction uh, and we were told to curse each other. And then my professor tried to curse (laughs) me, you know, like not a good good time. Not a good time.
1: Are y'all ready to move on to plugs? Yeah. As a reminder, we're not plugging struck work, so please keep promotions of film and TV to yourself. But um, Michael, what are you going to plug this week, and where can people find you?
0: Yeah, I'm going to plug Lovewise Media because Lovewise Media is is back better than ever. We just fin- um, got off of a festival this weekend. We were at Carnival of the Arts East up in Kempton, Pennsylvania. Ooh. And it was our first time. I I, I dropped like fifteen hundred dollars last week to get all the equipment to do a booth, you know. Because before Lovewise Media was just kind of the name I used for like my independent like f- um like festival filming. So I like festivals would either pay me or I'd volunteer and film festivals. But guys, it's so much more than that now. And actually, I wrote yesterday. I'm gonna. I need to make a website and stuff. And but I I said so beyond providing. Paid content creation services to festival goers, vendors, artists, musicians, and facilitators. Lovewise Media also provides healing art services, donation-based workshops, and a safe space for all to create, relax, and connect authentically. So I
1: love it. Yeah,
0: so you can check us out on Instagram, Lovewise Media, and I'll be posting all of our, you know, interviews and just festival content on there. But also, if you're ever at a festival where we're at, Come and hang. We have a lounge. I got two couches. We've got music. I do live looping late at night, and it's Ooh. just a whole vibe, and it's it's a lot of fun, um, and I'm super excited about it. So like us on socials, and then um, you can check you, my personal Instagram is it's Michael Boothby, and I just kind of post just my personal stuff on there. I've got some music yeah. I'm working on. I'm gonna be finally professionally recording my first EP. In November, so... Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, and
0: it, it's called We're All Doctors Now, um, and I'm really proud about it. It's just four songs that I've... I, one of them I wrote in 2019, and the rest I wrote last year, and I just really want to start getting my music out there cause I, I've really written, like, over 100 songs at this point and but my, wow. my whole kind of journey in my life has been about, you know, kind of overcoming my creative blocks and putting myself out there. So I'm trying yeah. to do that right now, and then I think Lovewise Media is, like, kind of providing a space to empower yeah. and inspire others to create and heal as well so yeah
1: we both kind of did the same thing because i made wildling press and i'm like okay and now we're gonna publish my book yeah <laughs> 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 right it's like you create the business that facilitates exactly your personal yeah hobbies. that's what this yeah. is yeah 100% <laughs> awesome. And what have you been reading or listening to or playing recently you think our listeners would enjoy?
0: Sure. Um, I've been playing God of War Ragnarok on the PS5. Oh, cool. And it's, it, I mean, I really loved the, the God of War 2018 kind of reboot with the Norse mythology. Obviously, I'm, I'm really into mythology. I do classical mythology readings at festivals and, you know, remotely. I just, I took a course with my, my teacher, Jacques Theron, and he created a whole deck with and it's just been a whole amazing system that's also been inspiring me and helped me to create Lovewise. Um, so yeah, also yeah, a plug for classical Greek mythology. Check it out; it's really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, and if
1: you love it, try Percy Jackson and listen to of the eldest gods. Oh yeah,
0: is that is that what is that what that one's about? Yeah. Oh yeah, I actually, yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I might check that out. Yeah. Um. Other than that, oh also, oh the game Hades, right? That's also yes. some yes. Greek mythology. My friend Court came up a few weeks ago with their switch and and we threw that on the tv really enjoy that um other awesome. than that i don't uh that's 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 really oh i bought a steam deck recently but i haven't had the time to crack it open and and get amongst it but i'm oh, really shit. excited yeah i'm excited okay, to yeah check let that me know out. how you like it i might i might bring it over to a movie night and, so we can all kind of okay. play around with it so
2: yeah that's it
1: cool thank you for the rex. of course mary clay where can people find you on the internet
2: As I shared uh, earlier this week, uh, what an amazing coincidence and planning that we all did with scheduling that I appeared on Super Scary and the restricted section this week. It's never on purpose. It's (laughs) literally never. Never once
1: has anything been on purpose.
2: Um, As I kind of uh, mentioned in uh, that episode with Josh, um, you may have noticed that I am in between podcasts right now. I was doing That's What I'm Talking About um, took a break from that for a while, planning to start a new podcast called Skywalk Before You Run, in which I experienced Star Wars for the first time. But as we mentioned, the strikes are going on, so I will be putting that on an indefinite hold until the strikes come to, hopefully, uh, a, a good agreement that will give yeah. um, creatives um, and workers what they deserve. Um, so in the meantime... I am unfortunately returning Uh-oh. to that's what I'm talking about. No, hey. no.
1: So that instead instead of the other no or the other meme this, or gif, this one is It's like the um, reverse Mike, of that. Yeah, it's like Michael Scott's no instead of no, no, Oh okay, god!
2: Why? No, yeah. <laughs> um so uh there will be more information about that coming up, like exactly when. Um, but uh, I do have uh, like another I do have a, a recording scheduled for next week. So I'll be kicking off, um, you know, doing something fun back on the That's What I'm Talking About feed. Oh, lucky, um, hopefully lucky by Tolkien the, Yeah, hopefully by the end of September, um, there will be something new for you to listen to. So follow awesome. on social media at Tolkien about pod. Um, in general, I'm not. Yeah, I'm just like not really using Twitter anymore. So probably Instagram is where it's at um, for any updates. Um, I've been meaning to sign up for a Threads account for that's what I'm talking about. So maybe by this is no, uh, that's a lie. I was going to say maybe by the time this episode is out, I'll have a Threads account going. Probably not Um, (laughs) eventually. Um, And then something I would like to recommend is a musical from the um, from the team Star Kid group who did all of the uh, very Potter musicals. And it's one of their more recent shows, and it's called "The Guy Who Doesn't Like Musicals." And nice. it's uh, it's like a zombie apocalypse type setting where the zombie, like the vi- alien virus that spreads, is musical theater essentially, um, and it's very funny. Um, It's also much it's also like a much shorter, tighter run show than a lot of their earlier stuff that they were Mm -hmm. doing, you know, just fucking around in college. And this is their like professional group. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, so it's kind of like uh, it's getting into like spooky season territory because it has a little bit of a spooky setting, but it's also Mm -hmm. still very fun and silly and um, yeah, I was just like recently thinking about this musical and how much I love it. And it's just so funny and ridiculous, like a lot of absurdist type comedy, like cool. just, just very fun. Yeah. Highly recommend. And it's great. um, it's all on YouTube for free.
1: Nice. Thanks so much for the rec. I've been your host, Christina. You know where to find me. And this week I'm going to plug the Murderbot series by Martha Wells. Michael, you'd actually really love love this one. Yeah. Well, because the same friend recommended it to me who recommended Sea of Rust, which you also really uh, enjoyed. I
0: loved Sea of Rust.
1: For those who don't know or as a reminder, if you are part of the Daily Sex Media Discord server, which you can be for a dollar sign up for our uh, any one of our shows for the dollar a month tier to join our Patreon server, everyone's invite or our Discord server, everyone's invited to our monthly book club. And last month, August, our friend Sarah led the book club and she picked a book, uh, the first two, they're novellas, they're not novels, in their Murder Pot series called All Systems Red and then Artificial Condition. They're like three and a half hour long audiobooks. you know, like you can read it in one sitting and it's about like a murder bot, like like a security robot who obviously like things go wrong and shenanigans entail, but it's just like a really fun science fiction romp. So... Please check those out. It's self-published as well. And we love to celebrate any self-published author who is really thriving. So um, that's the Murderbot Diaries. I think I said series before by Martha Wells. Michael, thank you so much for
2: joining us for this wonderful episode of The Half-Blood Prince in... Colon, the Half-Blood the Prince. The Half-Blood Prince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for having I titled, me. I titled my episode audio, Half-Blood Prince, Half-Blood Prince.
1: <laughs> when, you, when you started talking, I thought you said Poland, and I was like, why is she bringing up Poland, Poland right now?
2: For Poland.
1: <laughs> but yeah, thanks, Mike. It's always a pleasure to record with you.
0: Love it. Love it. Thanks for
2: having me.
1: And this as always, very fun. thank you, Mary Clay, for being my co-pilot, even though he screamed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> even though I... <sighs> We have to sign off before we have our fifth fight.
1: (laughs) All right. I love you guys. Bye. 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 And that's the end of the episode. That's it, Potheads. Thanks for listening to the Restricted Section. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Christina Kahn. Our theme music was produced by Ryan Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Please connect with us on Twitter at RestrictedPod, on Instagram at RestrictedSectionPod, on Facebook at RestrictedSectionPod, or in our Facebook group, The Restricted Section Detention Crew. Join our Patreon to get access to our Discord server, our bonus episodes, and other cool perks. We're also very happy to be a member of Deus Ex Media, where all you fucking nerds can find all kinds of fandom podcasts to suit your fancy.
2: This season, on Of the Altest Gods, we make our way through the maze of... Labyrinth. Yeah, labyrinth, whatever. And we tell you all about the next book in the Percy Jackson and the Olympian series. And explain the myth context as we go along. So, the whole stuck in a maze thing is just a gimmick for this book, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, Ray. Uh, hey, 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 Charlie, where the fuck are we? Only you can save us from the labyrinth by listening to our podcast. Help!
0: This was different, the la- I mean, because the last time it was you, me, and Leela, and we were just smoking bowls the whole time.
2: <laughs> Dave X Media.